Welcome to Let's Explore This. This is your podcast with your three Sigma male bros, my co-hosts, or me, Kevin, and my co-hosts, Sam and Adam. What's up, guys? What's going on? Life's pretty good over in this neck of the woods. Not a whole lot going on. Uh, You know, it's basically the same shit, different day, if you know what I mean. Just looking forward to my Wednesdays with my Sigma bros. Uh Uh-huh. That's all I have left. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been it's been all right over here. Just uh, had some nice hot eighty degree days. Kind of sucks because we don't have air conditioning, so it gets super hot in here. But it's only like two or three days, and then it's been just sunny and like sixty the rest of the week. So I think we finally got past the rainy season, and I'm excited. Don't you live in Seattle? Isn't every day rainy and depressing? <laughs> uh, no, I'm pretty sure it's just uh, the winter time. Instead of snow, we get rain. Oh, have you uh, have you called into the Doctor Fraser Crane show yet? No, I forgot about that. I did visit the iCarly uh, apartment though. Oh, really? How was that? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me it, more. It was great. I was featured on an episode of iCarly. Oh yeah, were you the big buffoon? <laughs> that was just how you were written in. Big buffoon. Yeah, big cat like, oaf. I, I I was I was Gibby Standin. <laughs> All right, so where do we leave off? We were talking about the weather and then big, about the rainy. Like big brain. Big brains. <clears throat> so. Oh, I, I forgot to tell you. Actually, um, two two days ago, I was uh, driving to work and I turned on liquid metal, which, as you know, how we were talking about, has about 80% garbage. Mm-hmm. Now, they played Injustice for All live. Wow. Nice, dude. The actual Injustice for All was it the SNM two or something? No, like that? it was actually Injustice for All. It was oh, like a sweet. live version. Yeah, it was sweet. That is cool. Yeah, I mean, they, they would play some bangers on there every now and then. Um, Far and few between. Yeah, surprisingly, they don't play that much Metallica, except for and now that we are dead. Oh yeah, that's now that we are dead or whatever. Time. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was the. That was the worst song on their new album, and they played it all the time. Yeah, dude, when I first got Liquid Metal, it was shortly after that album had come out, Hardwired to Self-Destruct. It was number one on their Devil's Dozen forever. What? Yeah, forever. Because I think that album came out in like fall of 16, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And so I, I, I got Liquid Metal in like February of 2017, and just always and they're still playing it to this day but it's not on the devil's dozen anymore it's like metallica's awesome but that was literally the worst song on that album and they played it all the time Uh uh i've actually i started listening to ozzy's boneyard more if i want that kind of music because at least they play like uh some like hard rock like classic rock and uh they'll throw in some like megadeth and metallica and it's yeah i i like uh i like jose mangan though Jose is pretty cool. I think he kind of know because he he he's really good. Like he's a pretty big metalhead. Like legit. Like loves good metal. And mm-hmm. w- one of the Halloweens when I had Sirius XM, he was playing the most hardcore, like scary death metal, black metal shit on Liquid Metal, <laughs> and it was sick. <laughs> and he had to get on air and go, "Hey guys, I know you like because everyone on Twitter was." dogging him about it they're like what are you gonna play something good and so he's like hey guys i know you're not liking this too much but it's one fucking day of the year i'm gonna play what i want (laughs) but yeah jose mangan is 
tweet. I've seen him in real life. He uh, he was emceeing at the uh, Northern Invasion when they used to do that. He was there. And me and him also have the same birthday. Wow. Did you guys uh, give each other high fives? I wish, dude. I commented on his Instagram happy birthday picture and his wife liked it. Nice. His wife's super hot too. She, she's like, uh, I think she was a model or something. And now she's in charge of like, she's like a district manager for Victoria's secret or something. Oh, dang. I'm sorry. You don't know who Jose Mangan is, Adam. (laughs) I just had to share that story because it really made my, it was Tuesday morning. It's always yesterday morning. It made my drive that much better for, uh, over eight minutes. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, they. I do think they play. They play a lot of Anthrax and Pantera and Slayer. It seems that seems to be more of what they play from like the early '90s, late '80s. Uh, I have to thank you then too because you've got me back into Slayer hardcore from when we last met up. Oh yeah, a couple weekends ago. World I forgot Painted how much I, I love. I was gonna say I forgot how much I loved World Painted Blood. If we could have an intro to this podcast, I would just do the intro to World Painted Blood. Yeah. Just get us going. Yeah, sweet. dude. I never really realized that when we all got into the thrash metal, they all kind of that was like when all those bands were reforming. Yeah. I didn't I didn't realize like I didn't I knew like because I've been reading that David Ellison's book and mm-hmm. he wasn't in Meg. I mean, I knew he had departed Megadeth for a while, but he oh. wasn't back into Megadeth until after uh Endgame. Yeah, well, he wasn't in, he he wasn't involved with Endgame. No. Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, what happened was he was about to come back on right before Endgame, but he made his lawyer kind of negotiate his terms and money. And Dave said he was asking for too much money, so they said fuck it or whatever and didn't get together. And then there was just another opportunity where their current bass player, who they recorded the album with, left, and he just said fuck money, I'll get back in the game in the in the band. So. I- yeah, he wasn't in there. I thought he was the bass player for Endgame, but yeah, I guess not. I love David Ellison, mostly because he's a bit good Minnesota boy. Yeah. Like all of us here. But yeah, he's a good Lutheran have, pastor now, too. Oh, he's got that Life life with Death. No, that's his book. Mega uh, Life. Mega Life. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I got to admit, as much as I love him, that one of my favorite Al- Megadeth albums doesn't have him in there. That's The System Has Failed. Yeah. But, that's one of my favorite Megadeth albums. If not my favorite Megadeth album, actually. It's just a banger. Yeah. My favorite M- Megadeth album's Euthanasia. That's also awesome. I love that. Dude, I and during Christmas time, I'll change my Facebook banner to the Merry Christmas from Megadeth, where it's like Santa Claus hanging the babies from the clothesline. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's metal. Holy yeah, shit. it's so cool. I, I'm, I'm kind of sorry, Adam, that you're not a... You're not a Megadeth. Yeah. Adam's a Metallica. deadhead. Yeah. I know. Pig pen. <laughs> Shout out. R.I.P. Actually, this is a good segue into that. Um, what I kind of want to talk about with the, the music double standard. Yeah. What made you think of that? I mean, I kind of feel like all that stuff was like decades ago. But I mean, what, what what brought that to the forefront well, for you? It was because I was listening to uh, World Painted Blood, actually, at, when I was at work. And... I've kind of, it kind of made me like self-conscious of like, man, I can't let people hear me listening to this kind of thing. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I was specifically the song playing with dolls, which is a sweet song. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's my favorite sweet. one on the album. It's their song. But then it made me think of like, if I'm here enjoying the song and people heard me listening to it, uh, specifically like 
what he says like i don't know the lyrics word for word so all the slayer fans don't freaking kill me here but like it's just <laughs> like all out in my funeral home ready to blood there must be something wrong with me or something like that like just like yeah. going nuts and i'm just like god if somebody hears me saying this i think i'm a complete sociopath or like just psychopath but then i thought like you have all these people especially like i think of like um middle class suburban people who are just like can't get ready for the next serial killer documentary or like mm-hmm. you know it's just like when uh the taste of my lips are all around <laughs> but like you know like they, they wait for the next podcast like the um you know serial yeah serial podcast like the murder mystery or like mm-hmm. talking about and not as innocent yeah and talking about like how much uh they thought um, Zach Efron's character was cute in that Netflix movie. Um, Ted, he played Ted Bundy <laughs> Dude, or whatever. Was. Did he even? Did he yeah, yeah, did. did. It was actually a good movie. I actually enjoyed it. But well, uh, apparently Ted Bundy was like a ladies' man. I think yeah. he was pretty like Gomerish, but like they, I think that's just how men looked back then. Uh, I don't know. But you imagine how just, much pussy. Just hot. Hot slices Man, how much puss you could slay back in the 70s and 80s, just like looking like yeah, a fucking just, scumbag. Having, <laughs> having just a gross stash. Yeah. Yeah, looking like I do right now. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, you look. No, but now, now I go outside and everyone just wants to stay away from me. You look good. But no, I just thought, like, because like music's always had like this kind of like there's like a double standard in media where like movies mm-hmm. are okay. But music just was like in a whole different level. Like, I guess yeah. they used to burn books and stuff back in the day. But it's always been like the music is like the association with like oh, it's the devil's music or yeah, you know, it, it'll make kids violent and stuff like that. Tipper Gore, uh, mm-hmm. like, just yeah. Like, I was just fucking. Well, didn't Nancy Reagan do a lot of that shit too? I think so. I, I mean, well, she, she was going to do drugs, and you know, everybody. Yeah, Tipper Gore to. was the parental advisory. yeah 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 and d schneider went to court dressed as a in like drag (laughs) and he 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 made a lot of sense i think d schneider is actually a smart guy he i mean have you ever seen his like testimony in front of congress yeah that's what i'm talking about oh yeah exactly like he went up there and like blew them all away and like i think he said as much like in one of his interviews just like they thought like this fucking idiot here uh-huh. dressed in his garb isn't gonna make any sense and he like you know i'm a smart dude mm-hmm. i'll blow your fucking world away and yeah well I, I just think art moves so quickly and government moves so slow or like society yeah. and like culturally it moves so slowly that they can't handle that stuff because i know like i mean i know there's a lot of racism involved in it too but like jazz music or whatever was mm. considered you know devil music or whatever and but now it's like it's every single public radio station has three hour block of jazz because it's fucking, you know, classic music or whatever, you know. So I, I, I really think that's jazz what it is. is. Yeah. I jazz. <laughs> and I mean, metal is just really fast jazz. But yeah, they <laughs> like with the whole like Slayer thing. I don't remember exactly when that happened. If it was the early 2000s or early 90s where that those kids like murdered a girl who was supposed to be a virgin or whatever, do a satanic ritual. And they cited Slayer lyrics. So the family of the girl was like suing Slayer. So easy to do that though. It's like, it's just like a, it's a cop out really for like just making excuses for people's behavior. Like 
Mm-hmm. Wait, one time I was, uh, I was at a, a camp. I was camping after high school with, uh, like our parents Bible study group or whatever. I just went, I just went up there. Oh, was that the Baptist? Yeah. Yeah. Up at Camp Smith. And I was just paddling around. Adam knows. <laughs> I was just, I never yeah, went. I, I went no. twice. My parents are part of a different Baptist collective. Thank you. <laughs> I went twice because Kyler's parents were involved and we would just go up there and canoe and stuff. We weren't really like, like it, it wasn't like people didn't sit around and pray or whatever. But anyway, um, I was going to put on the song cult by Slayer and cause Kyler's like was joking around with me, like put it on, put it on. And I wasn't really familiar with it at the time. So I was like, okay, sure, man. Cause we were listening to Slayer. He's like, no, Kevin, don't do that. And he like took me aside and we listened to it. And like, there's lines in there. It's just like religion is hate. Religion is fear. Religion's a whore or something like that. <laughs> that been so fucking hilarious to play. Blaming, blaming music for your kids' problems is kind of a cop out in your parenting, mm-hmm. in my opinion. It's just like, I mean, I, I think about like when I listen to Ghost, I got really drunk one night and uh, I actually never drank, so I didn't really get drunk. But nice. But uh, <laughs> I was listening to like Year Zero, you know, Hail Satan, Archangelo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was like going around with like, I had like this fishbowl or something and like offering it as like an offering during the song. Just, just kind of, I don't know. It's weird, but it's just like, it doesn't mean it's anything. It's just gaffs. music. Yeah. It's yeah. just goofs and gaffs. Yeah. And I, I, I think a lot of people, like people's parents, I mean, I don't know. I didn't have really strict parents. I, like you can express yourself in that way and no one would really, like your parents wouldn't frown upon it or whatever, where some parents are probably just like, Oh, what the fuck are they doing? Like they get all pissed off because they're wearing a piece of clothing or or something. You know, they just can't understand that this kid wants to listen to a song that's talking about like nine eleven and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, no, it's just like because like if especially if it's metal music, it's usually like it dabbles in like Satanism or mm-hmm. you know serial killers or like war and like gruesome stuff. But it's mm-hmm. it's literally just it, it it has less to do with about that stuff specifically and just criticisms of like the authority we have in our country, like the church, yeah. the government, and natural boundaries and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's just critiques of that. Yeah. But, well, I have you ever seen that documentary Metal a Headbanger's Journey? I have not, no. It's pretty good. I think you can watch it for free. Um, and this guy, he's an anthropologist, and I think it was for his dissertation. He went around and interviewed metal bands all over the world and kind of made a tree of different genres and the people who were involved in them. And uh, he talked to Alice Cooper in it. And Coop. yeah, and you know, when you go to like Finland, I think Finland has like the most metal bands per capita or something. And saunas. <laughs> yeah, you go to Finland or Sweden and norway and, and you just find like the heaviest like craziest shit you know mm-hmm. and alice cooper was talking about going there and he'd run into these guys uh and 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 they would come up to him and be like oh hey mr cooper can i have your autograph you know so they're just like sweethearts you know what i mean and so it's like it's all an act you know it's just a, it's just a way to kind of express you know your anger and disdain for you know the current political environment or you know depression or anxiety and things like that and and i think that's a lot of what the metal does and i think that's a lot of what 
yeah mainstream people try to s- s- not think about and that, i mean that's what metal music is it's like expressing that those those underlying feelings you have and plus they add the shock value and you have mm-hmm. the shock and that's and, and that's all it really is like mm-hmm. you look at slayer and like their music and it's shock value that's mm-hmm. it's p- pure and simple what it is like i don't think i mean what um tom Araya is like a catholic yeah yeah, so like he doesn't even believe what he's singing. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just the shock value of like you're a metal band, you have all this pent up angst, and you want to express yourself and this, that, and the other thing. And then how are you gonna make people like go, Oh my god, you know, like that's mm-hmm. all it is. It's just like I think Carrie King, I, I doubt he's even a real Satan. He's not he's an <laughs> I think he's just an atheist, yeah. He just hates the church. Mm-hmm. So like just i don't know like that, that it just made me think when i was listening you know to slayer earlier this week i was just like you know there's a really like there is still a double standard when it comes to like music and between like different types of media and it's i think it's probably on part like video games is kind of like on the same level as that like you know yeah. like that we blame kids problems on like the video games they play and like or i mean comic books back in the day were the same way but i think it's just it's just a cop out to like not dealing with the fact that you know maybe your your child has uh feelings you should probably address yeah and instead of just saying like oh my kid you know is listening to metal music and like throwing shit at school like well maybe he's just listening to metal music because he's like upset and it's kind of soothing and maybe you should just address the fact that he's throwing shit and it's mm-hmm. not the music's fault you know but i guess yeah i think but... yeah it's a cop out like these people don't want to admit that they're terrible parents and yeah or that they just don't know how to parent and i think that it's a lot to do with it too because i mean listening to music that talks about fucking violence and stuff is in my opinion innocent like i've listened to a lot of crazy shit like um fuck i can't remember their name um that band who sings that song eaten like eaten my only wish my one desire is to be eaten i (laughs) Oh my god i can't remember their name dude. that's terrifying actually you know what i changed my mind about all this completely <laughs> good lord bloodbath. it's called bloodbath oh yeah so i would listen to like bloodbath and mayhem and all you know all these fucking insane bands but i'm a fucking i'm a sensitive guy <laughs> you know what i mean like I, yeah it's a highly sensitive i think man, he cries folks. once a week at least yeah i do I, I get my diary out and i write down my feelings and i cry no um but but you know it's like i would never i I have some of the most like pacifist views ever but it's just Mm -hmm. fucking music it's just something to fucking listen to and and decompress and get lost in you know it's not it's not like oh i just listened to this song by bloodbath so now i'm gonna go outside and start eating myself limb from limb like yeah (laughs) i I just played like eight hours of grand theft auto it doesn't mean i'm gonna like replicate what i did in that game (laughs) you know like Think of like how smooth brained you'd have to be to like it, it's <laughs> it's fantasy, you know, yeah. like it's it's make believe. Yeah. Adam, do you have anything you'd like to say? Do any of your girls listen to Harlequin novels? Do they read them? The folks they're erotic erotic novels. novels. I'm just saying now. No. Yeah. I just my girlfriend actually she just threw out one about a chic. Oh she said it's trash. Oh really? Should I dig it out of the garbage and read the back <laughs> summary real quick? Yes. Do it. I want to know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll be right back. You're like, you're like romantic? Tossed overboard. Ava Adams had been left for dead. Drifting at sea. A security specialist. Faisal. On his ear. Was determined to find her. 
He owed her father a great debt and had never forgotten the connection he and Ava had once shared. Yet after rescuing Ava, he had discovered she barely remembered him. Amnesia left Ava uncertain of who had tried to kill her. She did not know. However, Faisal was a man she could trust. The sheik, the sheik's embrace was familiar and enticing, and possibly even more dangerous. How could she succumb to feelings for her protector when what she didn't know could get them both killed? Question mark. Well, I'll for one say that if your mic didn't screw up about eight times there, I probably have to take a cold shower. But holy fuck, David Adams is a porn star. I saw him this year. He's the world's most handsome. A- Ava Adams is a porn star. Is the name of the character in the book? Is she really? Yeah, yeah. He said Ava Adams. I'm yeah. so titillated. Um, but yeah, so like I. I read a book in in college. I was taking a mass comm class, and th- this essay in the book was saying that you went to college, college, um, that women housewives needed uh, the erotica literature uh, to like survive, I guess, <laughs> or like make sense of their lives or something. Yeah. It's like, yeah, were all their husbands like low T bitch boys or corporate douchebags? <laughs> I guess. Yeah, press of animals, basically, like everything was back then. True. I have heard people talk about how suburban housewives were like the first to uh, like when critiquing, like when talking about like taking antidepressants and stuff like that, like they were, what would you call it? Like they were the first people to kind of experience like an existential crisis or like individualism because they were just at home all day and like you don't really talk to your neighbors or anything, you know, on the suburbs. You just kind of go about your life. So they were just like sitting at home alone all day and had nobody to talk to and didn't have any friends and only really interact with their husbands. I think it says something um, about art in general is that if you want a good pulse on how society is at one time, look at the art at that time. Yeah. Specifically, I think more like the independent art. Because like if you look at some of the art we have today in like our country, capitalism has completely killed it. But like... yeah. If you look at like independent art and stuff like that, you got a better pulse on like what you know, what are people thinking at this time? But then again, artists are pretty much all overthinkers. Yeah. They're searchers and overthinkers. What did, yeah. What was the joke I made um to Sydney the other day? I said people who are searchers are angsty and then they grow up to either be uh artists or clergymen. <laughs> Basically, because like if yeah. you're just a person who's just a constant searcher, you're going to grow up and you're either going to become some kind of artist or artistic in sense, or you're going to become a, like a man of faith or a woman of faith, man or woman, because you're searching for that. What's the meaning of life? Yeah. And actually, the answer to that, I'm going to give it away right now. It's nothing. There is no meaning. Read read, uh, read more uh, Buddhist texts and you'll understand that it's really nothing. And it's easier understanding it that way. <laughs> yeah yeah that's i people like the people who like can't live without working and stuff like i just think that's like a symptom of capitalism and, and not making your time productive and all this like side hustle shit like well, it's it's a society as a whole like if you're unproductive then you're you're, you're not doing anything you know yeah. like the worst thing you can do especially in our society is do nothing mm-hmm. um because it correlates with like being unproductive and if you're being unproductive then you're not trying to succeed or you're not trying to make money or you're not trying to you know you're not trying to like advance in life if you're just sitting Mm -hmm. there doing nothing then you're not you know it and especially western society you're not doing anything that's why i've really like gotten into you know 
we were talking about religion earlier with music, but like I've really gotten into like Eastern, like kind of Eastern thought because they, they actually advocate like, you know, you should probably do nothing once in a while because you'd be surprised how happy you are if you just, um, it's not necessarily just doing nothing, but like quiet sitting, meditation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Taking yeah. time to yeah, reflect. reflect. But like it like it goes even further than that. Like you can incorporate that into your life. You just have to practice. And you know, if you shed some of that nonsense we have in society where like, you know, you gotta you gotta be doing something all the time, hundred and ten like hundred and ten times a day or something. Like you gotta keep moving, you know. Mm-hmm. You'll probably be happier if you let some of that go. Yeah, just chill. Yeah, I, I've been starting to I mean, and I know no not everybody has this um privilege or whatever but like during that's the work, very true during the work day i'll like go for a walk and get some exercise and shit mm-hmm. and like i'll because i can you know i can work remotely or whatever and i just have my phone on me and if someone calls me i talk to them or i look at my emails and respond to what i need to while i'm working out so it, it really kind of takes that stress away i mean working out is just good for your stress levels anyway but it it just takes that stress away of like oh god i get off work at five o'clock i'm too tired to go to the gym and blah 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 well it's like you know what fuck them it's your health prioritize yourself over work i mean what are you doing you're taking a fucking hour to go jog or you know walk around or do your little workout or whatever you'll feel a ton better and you'll get just as much work done i'm glad i'm blue collar and my work is a workout there you go yeah (laughs) I listened to this one guy. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to um, what's his Dao all about podcast. It's nothing like this podcast. It's actually about, but it's about Taoism. But the, you know, the doctor, the like the Taoist, you know, master or whatever on there talks about how like you can you can incorporate like meditation into even like when you're walking and like how you like feel like you basically just feel your foot feet as they like, you know, heel, toe, heel, toe, heel, toe. Uh-huh. And as you notice that, you can kind of like do like a walking meditation. And all meditation really is is just bringing you to the moment. Because like, especially in our society, like you have to worry about the future. So you got to be worried about retirement. Am I going to pay my bills? X, Y, and Z. Like you worry about the future or you worry about like, you know, shit you did in the past. And like, you're like, why did I say that in 10th grade or, you know, dumb shit like that? Yeah. When life is really about just living in the moment and experiencing the moment to the fullest. And if you just totally focus on the like moment at hand, all the other stuff kind of sheds away. And you can, I'm not saying you can be like a Zen master who just like breathes in every moment and blows it out, but like you can, you know, it's good to take five, 10 minutes every day and just kind of just live in that moment. And then I think your mental health will improve, although I'm not a doctor, so. Yeah. It's helped me. Hey, it's just saying. quack science anyway, so we can say whatever we want. <laughs> take take <laughs> like, kidding. I take five or t- uh, I try and take five or ten minutes every day, and just like try and live and like bring myself to the moment, and then it's significantly helped me. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll, I do that too. Like I, I just sit around, take a few breaths or whatever, and and chill. Adam just drinks alcohol. <laughs> what? <laughs> I I also do that too. Underrated device. (laughs) Can't give it up, bro. You got to have some lunch beers and stuff on the job, right? Dude. (laughs) I wish. You know, well, they say that Heineken's pretty good too. 
Yeah. Can you hear me? Okay. Is so the Heineken's are pretty good? Uh, the Heineken... 0.0. Yeah, oh, pretty... you're talking about oh, no, NA no. alcohol. Fuck NA, yeah. bro. I'm talking real yeah. beers, dude. Yeah, dude. I, I, already, I have like two NA beers a year. If I, I don't think I've ever even tried an NA beer. They're not no, bad. Some of them are pretty good. I mean, especially when you're mixing them in with dude. real beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, just drink drink some booch, bro. Get the... Get booch. some booch, bro. Dude. I... To be honest, audience, I really love the turmeric, the turmeric kombucha. I've never had that. Or ginger and honey. That'd be good. If you find it like a peach and turmeric, that's pretty good. I bet. I don't drink booch anymore. Too gassy. I used to try to drink one kombucha a day, but then like my guts started to ache. They're kind of expensive. They're more expensive than beer, which is kind of trash. Yeah. Well, I I bought like a bulk package off Amazon. So I got them for like a couple bucks a piece or whatever. Not even less than $2. Mm Eh, I don't know. I just felt like crap. Are you guys excited now that we uh, can go outside without our muzzles on? Oh, hell yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Got rid of that, you know, tyranny there. So that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of, I don't know. It's a little exciting, I would say. I mean. Did you guys I'm get not... vaccinated? Yeah. Oh, that's right. I don't think Adam's vaccinated. Adam, you're not. You're We're putting that rabid. I'm thinking about the Johnson. That rabid dog needs to. And then they fucking banned it's back it on the market for, for like six days. Yeah, I know it is. We need to put we need are to put you, a muzzle on that rabid dog. Are you <laughs> are you gonna get the Johnson Johnson or what? I'm thinking about it. I'm not in Just a rush or anything. It's, it's I got the J and J one because I couldn't get I couldn't find another, and I just wanted to get it done. So I got the J and J one. I want I wanted Pfizer, yeah. but I guess Pfizer makes your heart expand. Um, <gasps> interesting. <laughs> So I don't know. I got the J and J. I had no side effect. Well, now, now they said that I don't want the Pfizer. I, yeah, I had no side effect. It's, it it kind of seems like the Moderna one's probably the way to go now. I got the Moderna. Uh, yeah, However, I, to, Kevin, I, had, I had a dream that last night Stephen gave me the AstraZeneca. <laughs> Is that? And he had it in his truck, but I didn't take it. <laughs> There's some weird. I don't know. I had a dream that somebody blacked out while I was at the store and i was like whoa <laughs> then steven rolls up with the vaccine and whatever and i was like astrazeneca that sounds like i'm shit wild dreams adam yeah i think it's kind of i don't want to say funny but like the u.s is giving astrazeneca vaccines to india or whatever oh yeah because we and, don't have it approved mm-hmm. here yeah and uh, i forgot it was some congressman was talking about it he's defending it by saying like we're not giving them, you know, it's no Americans are losing out on the vaccine because this isn't even approved here and blah, blah, blah. But like, didn't they pull it off the shelves in like Germany and shit? Because it was like fucking people up. I think they uh, reintroduced it, didn't they, though? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I, I guess I I'm not that people were getting fucked up from it. it. Like, it's a bastard vaccine. <laughs> yeah, I heard it was having they're having problems with blood clots like the J&J supposedly is. Yeah, it was women on birth control under like from 18 to 49. Really? Yes. Yeah, like yeah so women. if you're on birth mm. control, go get the Moderna. Um, but otherwise, the J&J is perfectly fine. I okay. I think. Kevin, I was going to say, are, can we be 100% sure that neither of us had um, side effects from the J&J and Moderna vaccines considering the night we had a couple, you two nights and me 
same day after we got the the vaccine. We got fucked up. <laughs> what did he get it on? Like a I got Friday mine on a Saturday, and Kevin yeah. got his on Thursday. Thursday. So I think Kevin was okay. in the clear. Maybe did he get celebrate. I I had I had like I started drinking like two days after I got it. Um, I mean, I did drink a little bit the day after, but not like in excess, like I did on Saturday, that Saturday. Um, but like when I first got it, I started having like some aching in my forearm, which was really weird. And then my eyes got itchy. Like I was having like seasonal allergies or some shit. Um, and then that was about it. And then it was just kind of sore where I, the injection site was. Yeah. I, I had my second dose, like the same that Saturday and because Kevo was in town. He 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 made me. He made me. He made me drink that shot, and then it was all downhill from there. Shut the fuck up and get more drunk. <laughs> and so the following day, I don't know if I just didn't feel well because of the the vaccine, or if I didn't feel well from from Kevin. That's yeah, dude. When that tray of alcohol was brought up, it was lights out for that fucking party. I think we should only blame one person. The person had that. What, what are they called? The the mystery beans or whatever. The yeah, weird. Well, those the, things the, were disgusting. The jelly beans that like you either get a sweet one like tastes like an actual jelly bean or the one that tastes like you know dirty diaper or something like that. Yeah, we all did those, and then it all tasted like garbage, and we were all like gagging and like we were all like I was just drinking beer up to that point, so it was I. fine and. We all had this nasty taste in our mouth, so we're like, "Do we have any hard liquor?" Yeah, it was me. Night, night I, over, night. I done ignited that. Right I was there. like, "I was like, oh, my mouth has a horrible taste in it. Can uh, can we get a shot?" <laughs> that was my answer. Yeah. <laughs> then the whole party just accelerated and went downhill at the same time. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> I. <laughs> yeah, I I was being Good funny, time. like mocking um uh the anti the people who are against the closed shutdowns and shit mm-hmm. i was just i started screaming hysterically like i was i, I was mad i couldn't get my haircut anymore <laughs> and i just like went like this i'm like my roots are showing my roots are showing <laughs> <laughs> but i i also did kind of share my idea that we should have nationalized hello fresh and bought all the food from the farmers that went to waste and just ship it to people. Then the grocery stores could have closed down too. Good idea. Cause I mean, how many, how many Walmart and like retail workers in general have died now because they had to stay at work the whole fucking time. Think about how much money we've spent in reaction to the virus instead of just shutting down for one month. (laughs) You know, if the whole world would have just shut down for like everyone stayed home 30 days, it would have been done Mm -hmm. after that. Like that would have been it. Like, it would probably be a big upfront cost, but like, think how much more money you're spending now, you know, trailing it. Yeah. So, should just nationalize HelloFresh. <laughs> Answer to everything. The only thing that needs to be open is HelloFresh and the post office. We're good to go. Yeah. That's it. And I guess but gas stations. Because I need to make scratchies. Yeah. KT had to still be open. <laughs> COVID be damned. I'm getting my scratchy. God. <laughs> Well, it is nice we're getting our liberties back, because um, because we've been so oppressed the past you know year <laughs> under COVID. I have to wear a mask outside. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Basically, like tyranny. 
I'm a little excited, I guess, to like go to concerts and shit. But yeah. at the same time, I kind of feel like I've become I just don't want to do anything anymore. Do you think it's going to change people's like behaviors? Like, do you think we're all going to become more like hermits? I think it'll just take a while to get out of the funk. I guess because I yeah. like honestly going out into crowds and shit is such a pain in the ass. <laughs> it's kind of like, eh. <laughs> I actually I didn't mind I didn't mind the quarantine so much because I just don't like going in the crowds regardless. Yeah. The the one thing I missed a lot is going to the movies. The last movie I saw was Uncut Gems in the movie theaters. AMC twenty bucks. AMC twenty bucks. AMC twenty bucks. <laughs> AMC twenty bucks. Okay, I'm done. I, at my theater, I saw Tenet. In the oh yeah, I heard that movie sucked. His beautiful hair. No, they're wrong. Okay, wasn't it a Christopher Nolan movie? Mm-hmm. It's like I a Christopher Nolan, like James Bond. I want to see The Father. I think that's what it's called with Anthony Hopkins. Oh, I heard that. That's okay. a really good movie. I want. I want to see that movie, and I want to see Nobody, where uh, Bob Odenkirk is that like John Wick type. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I want to like, see it too. I, I just want to see it because it just seems weird. Yeah, Bob Odenkirk kicking ass. <laughs> oh, bizarre man. Yeah, and Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, he just gets his ass kicked. Yeah, he's <laughs> kicking ass. Slipping Jimmy. Slipping slippin Jimmy. I just want to see the new James Bond movie they keep postponing. Oh, yeah. That's the last one for Daniel Craig, isn't it? Yeah. And then the next James Bond is going to just make all the conservatives' heads blow. Do they announce who it's going to be? No, but everyone's okay. freaking out already. Cause... It's going to be Ms. Bond. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably going to be some British guy again. Maybe it's going to be that guy who played yeah. Flynn in Star Wars. <laughs> I don't know why people are freaking out so bad. Like, uh, they said like it might be like um, a black guy or something, and like people Mm -hmm. are like, "Well, James Bond's white," and it's just like, who cares? Like, I'm like, black guys like martinis too. Like, (laughs) why are you getting so mad about this? I how real is that though? Like, I not the people freaking out about it, but like, is that just like a rumor that starts up, or is is there an actual Hollywood exec who says let's hire a black guy to be James Bond? I don't know. They also said something about like it becoming like a like double seven becoming like a woman or something. I'm just like, I had heard there was going to be maybe a Money Penny spinoff, but I think they a Money Penny spinoff. Yeah. Oh, that is that what it's going to be? That's fine. It's just like if yeah, I think I honestly think that would have been cool. I'm kind of disappointed. James Bond would be fine if he's like a black guy or like like a guy or something but if like if you're gonna make like mm-hmm. a woman character just just make an old like a new character you know like you have money penny yeah. just be her own, like make her own movie like mm-hmm. yeah i think that i don't Woke, know wokeness gets too far sometimes <laughs> you know or too far sometimes mm-hmm. yeah i mean and i Those i, I feel like it would be a new character because you couldn't have a woman named james jane bond there you go yeah, yeah. It'd be Boom, Jane Jamie. Or something like it Jane wouldn't be the same. It Bond, would have to be a Jamie. Jamie like they, it could be an offshoot of Bond or whatever, but I don't know. Wait. I I think they just want to keep that Bond name because yeah. I mean, if they like, I'm trying to think of like a female. Like there's like that Electra movie. Is there like a female James Bond? I mean, there's like that Hannah show. Atomic yeah. Blonde. Yeah. Atomic Blonde. Did you watch that movie? Yeah, I thought it was, was alright. Yeah. I wanted to watch it. I just never got around to it. It's just like do something like do something like that. Like there's there's plenty of movies where you can have badass women kicking people's ass all the time. Mm -hmm. It's like you don't have to change like 
an already established character and like flip the genders on it or something. You don't have to do that. Just create your own character. It'll be fine. Yeah. Like the Ghostbusters. See, like and like stuff like that kind of just flops, you know. It like did. yeah. It just Well, they're gonna do it, do it well. Cause I think the thing is, yeah. is like they when they made Ghostbusters, I mean, I don't know what you think about Kristen Wig, but I don't think Kristen Wig's that great of an act actor any anymore, you know? And so I, I think they kind of just use the hey, the Ghostbusters are women now as a way to sell tickets rather than actually make a good piece of art. You know what yeah. I mean? If you're gonna do like this kind of like woke stuff just do it well, well you know and, just don't just like don't like just don't like and woke on the sauce you know what i mean like just don't make it like too much yeah i mean i think wokeness and that whole equality movement has just been co-opted by corporations now oh yeah so it's not necessarily like i don't know i really just think that i, I don't know they're just using it as a, a way to get by and that's like kind of the how capitalism being so parasitic is why it's I don't think it's ever going to go away is because they can just do that. Like, like racial inequality and gender inequality is a direct cause or a direct symptom of capitalism. And now capitalism, now it was recognized and capitalism has stepped in to, you know, fix it in quotes, just monetize it. So like, you know, I can't say it's a bad thing that, you know, women and, and minorities are, you know, rising through the ranks and, you know, making more money and getting more wealth and stuff. That's not a bad thing for sure. But it was just they do cheap cop out things like like the Ghostbusters, you know, and it's like you should be mad about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like they're using your empowerment to make money and yeah. and, and without actually fixing the root cause of everything because well, i mean i don't want to claim that you know everyone's equal now and, and everything's fixed because it definitely isn't equal i think the fight still continues but they want to patch it up and put a band-aid on it by making things like ghostbusters so people are like oh hey i guess women are equal now there's women in movies and, yeah well, but it's capitalism it's com capitalism commodity makes a commodity out of revolution yeah in like our society Precisely. like you have like all these movements for like equality and stuff then it's hijacked and then you know you put something up on the silver screen it says here's equality and then before you know it then the conversation just goes away mm -hmm. well yeah and it's like even you know when we had a black president we still had a majority black city flint michigan get poisoned lead water you know so it's just like it's a big show you know it's progress on one sense but it's kind of just a big show in another. And and it's not real tangible change for the working class. Theater. It's political theater. Mm-hmm. For sure. But yeah, speaking of politics, Gavin Newsom might get recalled. I don't know much about that. Oh, no. He so they got an It's all Joe Rogan's fault. <laughs> they got enough signatures to put it up to a vote but before that can happen there the people who sign the petitions have 30 days to take their withdraw their signatures so if enough people withdraw it won't happen but if they don't then there would be a special election for the governor and that's actually how arnold schwarzenegger became the governor of california was in a recall election there are a lot of republicans that live in california yeah, I mean, it's they, they say it's like a liberal bastion out there, but there are a lot of very conservative people that live in California as well. Yeah, a I lot. Mean, I think Arnold Schwarzenegger was the last Republican to win a statewide race in California. He's a rhino. 
<laughs> um, so I don't know. I, I guess I, I didn't really dig into it too hard, but the article is saying it's like easier for a Republican to win a recall election because I think like a lot more people can run. Because if you do you remember when Arnold Schwarzenegger, it was like in 2003. Not at all. Like Gary Coleman was running for governor. There was some porn star running for governor. And I remember seeing her, I think it was on Conan O'Brien. And she said that she was going to do a program called Porn for Guns. So if you came and you turned in your guns, you'd get her porno or porn, um, which I think is hilarious. Sounds like a no-brainer to me. (laughs) I'm keeping my guns. Yeah. I don't need that smut in my life. Oh, but uh, what's her? Caitlyn Jenner might run for governor oh yeah i heard that what what (laughs) what what qualifications does she have to be governor i don't know all right mary her name was mary carey that is who ran for governor she was an olympic athlete but that's about it yeah dude it's just for show it's just stupid i guess who really has who's really qualified to be a leader i guess yeah it doesn't matter i mean it's all celebrity now i mean i don't know from what i've heard about gavin newsom he like yeah, Mary Carey. She's running again, actually. Um, but yeah, Mary Carey, that was 2003, porn for guns. Uh, but Gavin Newsom, like, you know, I heard things God. about how he, like, closed the state down except for his vineyards and all this bullshit, you know? And so people are just kind of pissed off at him. I I don't is know. Is that true? Did he, is that is that a true? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think oh, I yeah. got on, like, last week. I'd be tonight. pissed, too. Yeah, he, he just, and he's just been so lopsided with like who gets to open up for during COVID and who doesn't. And, you know, and I think a lot of people are pissed off that like they can start resuming shooting movies and shows and stuff. Like I saw this one restaurant owner who set up a um, like outdoor seating, like a big tent, like an event tent, but it was open air and they had tables in there and they had to shut down. I think it was during the Christmas time spike um, because that you couldn't gather outdoors, but then right next door to her restaurant, a uh, movie production was going on and it, Oh, I seen that. And they were able to stay open. So people are fucking mad that Hollywood is getting, you know, a, a pass. And then I think he's also been caught up in those stupid, like, Oh, this Congress or this politician said, stay home. And then they go off to, fancy yeah he got caught shit. doing something i think yeah and so it's just i don't know he sounds it's, like it, a shit he's just a regular neolip i mean california yeah, democrats are fucking shitholes he's a democrat let's just call yeah. him what he is he's a democrat but <laughs> i but like i've seen as big of a you know liberal left-wing um softy pansy whatever you want to call me conservatives just just throw it at me because i love hearing the nicknames um as much as i am one of those i've seen some really legitimate arguments from like small business owners about a lot of the shutdown stuff that i you know i feel for them i really i really do because like they've been hurt quite badly by um you know the shutdowns and everything like that uh and so like i understand like my biggest thing was like when 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 they shut down like all the non-essential businesses and stuff like that but yet Target, Walmart, Costco, you know, all these big wig, like big box stores were left to be open. They could still like if you're going to like do that, then they shouldn't have been able to sell like their retail stuff, like their clothes and stuff like that. You know, it should have been a grocery only because like if you can like have safe, like like basically, 
you know, safe, like safe spacing and stuff like that, like social distancing and stuff in those stores, then why can't you do that in like mom and pop businesses downtown? Yeah. yeah arguably more. Yeah. It, like that, that was my big argument is like, if you're going to have like target Walmart and all this places like open, like these big box stores and stuff like that during the pandemic, then why can't like mom and pop shops be open? You know, it, it, they can do it just as safely as like target or Walmart, but I don't know. Yeah. There was a donut store in Erie that got to stay open because they sold milk. Maybe all the stores should have just had milk. Yeah. Honestly, it's because they were selling the great smell. So, like, I, I understand some of the arguments about, like, you know, legitimate arguments like small business owners had about, like, the shutdown and everything like that. I do not understand, though, people who are just whining and complaining and just saying, like, you're destroying my liberties and this is tyranny and we're basically mm-hmm. Nazi Germany right now. Or actually, they're saying communist China right now. That's the biggest yeah. go-to right now. We're, we're just communist China. But yeah. it's just like... I, 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 you are stretching so hard right now. Like, you're you're going to you're gonna tear something. Like you need to just chill out. Well, yeah, and I, I mean, I think... I don't know. I think that I think they should have shut down, but the I think the problem is that the PPP loans were just a way for the rich to steal money from us again, like worse than 2008, because those weren't really divvied out to actual. I mean, I'm sure they were in in some sense, but the majority of that money went to huge corporations that were friends with Trump and Ted Cruz and shit. Yeah, and, I think the, didn't the second round do a better job about that. Like the, I, I'm not too sure. I hope so. Last, like, didn't the Biden one that just got passed like earlier this year? Didn't that get like? Didn't it have to like legitimately have to be to like small small businesses were the only ones who were allowed to take loans out of there or something like that? I feel like that was part of the the deal with like the last yeah. stimulus package. That would make sense. That's how it should have been, because these people should have just been paid to stay shut, you know, and and they weren't. Um, and so now they're all pissed off and mad about it, you know. Yeah. You, you know that's just what should ha- what should have happened in the beginning. Gotta scream and shout about it. <laughs> I I joke that we should have nationalized HelloFresh, but in reality, there should have been some sort of government program like that. Like when Ronald Reagan bought all the milk and gave it to schools and shit. Like they have the ability to do that stuff. That would have kept. Wait, us wait, safe. Whoa, 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 go back. That was a thing. Ronald Reagan did that. Yes, I believe back in the Reagan era, there was a surplus of dairy. And to keep prices from crashing, Ronald, Re- the government bought it all and they turned it into cheese and they gave it to schools and people on like food stamps. That's where so, government cheese comes from. So what you're saying is the government did something good under the Reagan administration. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who Trump was supposed to be in embodying um i gotta i gotta interrupt you because something like makes me (laughs) mad about reaganomics and reagan itself who reagan himself who said that the government should do less we should cut spending and cut taxes at the same time as he was in office he skyrocketed government spending and raised taxes three times he didn't even follow his own economic plan Mm -hmm. yeah He's the P. Sorry, I had to get that out. <laughs> but he also, um, I think it was three times. It might have been more or less. I don't know. I know he did raise taxes when he was in office. But he also, uh, like, do you remember when Obama did the executive order for the Dreamers or DACA or whatever? Yeah, DACA. That Ronald Reagan did something similar back in the eighties too. 
where all the people who are here undocumented were able to just get a free pass. Republicans used to be pro-immigration, mm-hmm. hardcore, which it makes sense, especially um, for economic growth. Like having immigration is great. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially now, I just read it like I didn't read the article. I read the headline like most Americans, but like mm-hmm. saw the headline that said like this year, like the birth rate was like the second lowest that it has been in like the entire time in this country or whatever that they mm-hmm. have recording or something like that. I'm like, it's precisely why we need immigration because you're going to need people to come here to work. If you don't want America, Dutch to, boys to plug the hole. If you don't want America to become like Japan and Japan Japanification, like they keep saying that is coming around the corner, then you're going to need more people to come here to work. And that you're the only if people aren't having babies, then the only way you're going to do that is through immigration. Well, yeah, that's happening in all over Europe as well. Like almost every yeah. country in the EU has like a negative birth rate, and I think you know. Do you remember the immigrant? crisis back in like 2015 16 where everyone was coming over from syria yeah i think the only reason they allowed them to do that is because they needed them and Mm -hmm. they they wanted to like you know make it like it was some sort of huge fucking deal that they're taking these people in and what's going to happen to these countries it's like no they need these people there's no one left And, and in america you know white people are the majority and i believe white people only have like 1.8 or 1.9 kids per couple or whatever so that's why our our population is shrinking is so we don't have enough children to i mean that's obvious but we we don't have enough children to to you know replace ourselves um i mean i just think i i'm pro-immigration solely because i believe that if corporation like first of all i think country boundaries and borders are fucking bullshit and if we're ever going to take power back from the corporations we have to get rid of them but that's the same logic I have with immigration is if, if, if a company can open up in the United States and Canada and Mexico, why can't a worker from the United States, Canada, or Mexico cross the border unencumbered? You know, I mean, I, I'm sure these, co- these companies obviously have a, a large investment in building their operation down there. And that's why they're allowing them in, but that gives them so much power because I mean, they, the, and that let them bust the unions. The EU like, if you look at like Europe, like the European Union, they, they don't have like border checks within the union mm-hmm. itself. Like, yeah, yeah, and that's what drew a lot of the Brexit sentiment was because British people are actually very, very, very racist against Polish people, and there's a lot of Polish people coming to Britain, and they fucking hated them, and they hate British people are just racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they, like Polish people are cheap labor in Britain. Yeah, that's what that's what it was. Mm-hmm. And so I think I think that's I think that's true in a lot of uh, Western European countries, isn't it? Because like uh, I think in Norway, don't they have like a lot of Polish people there to work? The only immigrants I've really heard of in Nor I mean, I'm sure there's a lot, but I've, I've only really heard of Somalis and they oh. treat them the same way as Minnesotan treats Somalis. <laughs> so not well, because no. um, I, I just remember that from a joke from Lilyhammer. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Shout out! Shout out to Lily Hammer when uh they like storm this like meat shack or like uh meat processing plant or something like that and the guy's just like oh my poles are legal <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> like I don't know that just made me think of that <laughs> but uh but yeah I, I mean I don't I think Lyndon johnson allowed mexican workers to come over here i mean i know there's just like h1b visas and all that shit but i I believe there was a time where he allowed migrant workers from mexico to just cross the southern border to like 
do egg agriculture work you know i think didn't george george w bush wanted to do something like that too didn't he like this was I, I don't remember. It, like i like it, it wasn't like a democrat or republican thing like every like each party both supported like migrant workers and stuff like that mm-hmm. to the nth degree and it didn't become a big deal honestly i don't think it became a big deal until like barack obama was president and i kind of only wonder why that it became a problem after barack obama was president yeah you know what i mean yeah so like the talking points have changed like that's what's kind of scary about like our political process because like common sense has kind of went out the door because there's a lot of like white fragility in this country and they're like mm-hmm. scared of changing demographics when it's really nothing to be afraid of and i don't I just... for sure now it's all about culture wars the entire gop now doesn't have any policy uh direction they have no direction they have no policy whatsoever it's all culture war now yeah all about guns and all this all this bullshit about like banning transgender kids from playing sports that align with their gender like that's fucking stupid and i do i I think the governor of arkansas said something like it's an overreach of government and i'm not going to sign this bill but it's like, why are these legislators wasting their fucking time just writing these dumb shit bills? That's, like, these are some of the most like impoverished states and shithole states in the country. It's like, fix your fucking state. I mean, that's that's what they're going to do to themselves. And like, that's the problem, too, with like th- this cultural Republican thing is working in like state legislatures. Oh, yeah. Like state, state legislatures are becoming hardcore like Republican. Yeah. It, we, like these culture war things. Think of any state legislatures. That's in insane. Election. And, and and now they're going to redraw the electoral districts again because of yeah. just census. So for another decade, too. 2020 to 2030 is going to be aside from the, I mean, maybe the pandemic will shake things up a little bit, but I think it's going to, we're going to see the same pattern as we saw from 2000 to 2010. It's just going to be the same fucking shit. It's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, especially for us millennial folks. You know, I saw a meme one time that said that why are millennials so pessimistic and said that, well, in fourth grade, we watched um, the Twin Towers fall and then it seemed like nothing got better after that. That's very true. (laughs) No, we got a whole other decade of that. That's sweet, dude. I I think we will. Until capitalism implodes on itself somehow. I I, I don't think it's going to. I mean, we're seeing it like fray more and more. Like we've had two once in a century like collapses within uh-huh. 10 years of each other like yeah is this just going to be like an every year thing you know until like we finally realize that it's got to stop capitalism got us to where we are i mean i don't think anybody in the world will say like it had its place in like time like how like where we are it has its like i guess it has its positives and stuff like that but like it's just like a shark that he needs to keep moving and eating mm-hmm. everything yeah if it stops moving and stops eating then it's just gonna die like at what point do we realize that that's not healthy you know yeah eternal growth is not possible especially if you're killing the planet at the same time yeah yeah and we don't want to just spend money on on human needs and i mean i think that's kind of something that needs to be like the the uh, overindulgence i guess needs to be done away with you know it's like we can just produce to what we need and if we produce to human needs i don't know if you could create a form of capitalism that produces to human needs rather than profit uh i don't know if that would be called capitalism anymore if that's the way it was 
Um, but that's what we need to do. We need good governance in our country and an economic system that produces to human needs rather than the profits of a few. Democratic socialism? Is that what you're talking about? Bernie? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, we just we just need that shit. And I don't know. Just I don't know. Biden, I guess, has like a 60 percent approval rating right now um, after his first 100 days. And I don't know. I don't know. I know. I just don't know if that's going to be enough to keep a moderate Democrat in power. And maybe the moderate Democrats are going to go away after Biden. But do you think it's artificial? No. Like it it has nothing to do with him necessarily. It's just like COVID. Yeah slowly solving itself um yeah i don't know i don't think biden has anything to do with it like well it's, i think it's the bureaucracy i guess it's the yeah the, the bureaucracy he's is so he just job. manages Not this biden. huge yeah. bureaucracy and that's what i take yeah. as people's opinion on what kind of job he's doing it's just mm-hmm. like it, government can work if you hold it accountable but we, the problem we have in this country is we have an entire political party and an entire, you know, populace that says that the government can't do anything. So like if you have people in the government that don't even think the government can even do anything, then it's not going to do anything. You know, like if you're going to have somebody just obstruct everything you do all the time, then it's just not going to work itself out. I think government can be a force for good. You just have to hold it accountable. If people would participate the vote, well, we didn't even do that because we suppressed the vote. Yeah, in so many aspects. It's just like we make like we make voting hard to do. Yeah. And we're supposed to be like an inherently democratic nation. It's just like that's how you hold it. Like it's how you hold us accountable. Like if you have a government that's accountable to the people and you have people who are educated into like the issues and stuff like that, then mm-hmm. the system will work. Yeah, fine. Yeah, and I think the biggest proof of that is it's like why would all these corporations and lobbyists be molding our government into what it is today? to just, you know, take, just to loot from the poor, basically, if it didn't work, you know what I mean? They're, they're, they modeled the government to work for them when the working class needs to model the government. It needs to do the same thing. We need to model the government to work for us. And it can. And and I think it's our most powerful tool in surviving capitalism. And unfortunately, it's being taken away from us. Yeah, the, the ability to vote. And just uh i'll throw this out there and democrats i'm gonna call it the democrats in here because they use it all the time but like they talk about the middle class all the time mm-hmm. and it's just like there, there's no such thing mm-hmm. as the middle class it's yeah. literally there's two classes it's yeah. the owner class and the working class mm-hmm. that's it there's no middle class and it's like i think even in biden like we're recording during biden's speech but i heard like a snippet that he was supposed to say something like this country would was wasn't built by wall street it was built by the Main middle cl- like the middle class uh, no he literally said the middle class and they use that on purpose they use yeah. that word on purpose i hate that yeah because and, like they, they don't want you to like they don't want it they might make you feel special like you're oh you're not you're not lower class you're the yep. middle class you're but, not poor yeah you're not poor you're doing just fine aren't it's you invented. You're it's no, a lie you are the working well, class and then working you have lower and upper middle class as well. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> they're, they're, so who's the lower class? I, I want I want a Democrat to come on here and tell me a dem. And I would say Democrat, a Democrat come on here and tell me who the lower class is. Because they'll just say, "Oh, you mean lower middle class?" 
<laughs> well, yeah, so I think everybody's what, what? in the middle class. Yeah. And you don't want to be poor. And that's why they created the middle it. class, and then there's the wealthy. And if you work really, 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 really hard, you will become wealthy someday too. Doubt it. Yeah, we're most people are a paycheck away from welfare. Oh yeah, yeah. I honestly, I think I just got to a point where I'm not like paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, same. And, yeah. and I and I thought of that. I mean, I, I when I first started working and making a decent salary after college. I just looked at like how much money I was making, how much debt I had and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I need to hope to God that nothing happens, bad happens to me in like the next 10 or 15 years. And then I might be okay. And so far, knock on wood, I've been all right. But I know I've even read that like working, like people who work like minimum wage and like all that kind of stuff, they need to, in order for them to move up a class, like they would have to have nothing go wrong in their life for 20 years and work full time. It's like uh, my one of my favorite bands. Shout out to Spanish Love Songs. And one of their songs, they say, no cancer, no crash. It better all go as planned. One say what one day soon you're not going to get by. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it like, is true. It, it's, it's true. But like I think about like where I was years at five, five or six years ago. I was working two jobs, two part-time jobs, working between 50 and 70 hours a week. And I remember, and a lot of it was kind of my fault because I was, you know, drinking a lot back then. But like, uh, it was one night, the day before payday, I was scrounging through my um, chair looking for one so I could go to McDonald's to buy something to eat for supper. Like, I wasn't going hungry, but like, that's Mm -hmm. like, I didn't have enough in my bank account to go to McDonald's. Wow. And like I was scrounging through my chair looking for ones, and I found like nine ones. It was nice, dude. Like I found <laughs> enough. To go. I got, I got, I got. That's the greatest got to, I've ever heard. Got to McDonald's <laughs> at night, and then I got paid the next day. But like I was like, holy shit! I need like I need to like think of myself. But like eventually, like I got like I only work one job now. But like kind of straighten it out a little bit. But like I'm lucky though. Like uh-huh. there's a lot of people out there who's working like one or two jobs that can't get by. Because if I like had a kid at that time, like holy shit, like you know, yeah, I'd be screwed. Like mm-hmm. honestly, yeah. Like, I mean, I how, like there's so many people like that in our country that are just like trying to get by and working like even two, even three jobs sometimes. Like mm-hmm. that's not that's not even moral. Like no, why not. do we allow that to happen? That's your entire life. Yeah, I mean, even if I like where I'm at now, even though I'm much, you know, better off than I was five years ago or whatever, um, if I lost my job, like, and I didn't find a new one within like a month, I, I'd be fucked. I mean, my rent is so expensive and car payments and shit. And it's like all this stuff I think is just designed to keep you in debt, <laughs> like, or keep you poor. I think cars are like a big poverty trap. For example, I mean, if I if I didn't have a job or I had to have a car. I would get rid of that thing because you spend so much fucking money on cars every goddamn year and you need them because we vilify public transportation. I I commute to work and I pay probably uh, 160 plus dollars a month in gas just wow. to commute to work. Like, <laughs> so like that's like an expense uh, mm-hmm. like, to like even like go to the place where I'm making the money just yeah. to put it back in my car. Yeah, one time when I was working at Quick Trip, I filled up my gas tank after work and I looked at the amount and I said, that is as much money as I made working today. 
<laughs> like holy shit i worked a whole i mean granted it was like a four-hour shift it wasn't a whole day right but regardless right. that's half your fucking day you know <laughs> I, i'm like i just worked a whole shift today and i just and i put it all in my car at the place i work quick trips a gas station so at the place i fucking worked i just gave them their money back basically i worked for a tank of fucking gas sweet as i fucking sat there and grabbed countless thousands of dollars from people buying pop and gas and blah 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 you know i'm just sitting there putting all that fucking money in the cash register and i get nine bucks like fuck that nine bucks an hour i'm yeah i was making like i think i was making like 980 at that time that's crazy when i think about like seven years ago i was making like 950 an hour money back then. what i just said it was good money back then <laughs> That was seven I mean, years ago. I think <laughs> at one point I think I was making like six eighty. At some point, like right yeah. after college. Yeah, the first job. 2000, 2013. There's no way you made that little. Minimum wage was seven twenty five. Yeah, they hadn't adjust, They hadn't. They hadn't given me my. I was like three employee reviews behind because of college. Oh. Minimum wage got risen to seven twenty five during the Bush era. I was still. You had. You're Somebody probably making 725. You probably started at 680. I, re- I remember in junior high, I worked at the gun club for like five bucks an hour. <laughs> yeah, I mean, small places like that can fuck you over. I mean, I think restaurants in Minnesota. I, I remember when I worked at McDonald's, I was 13 and or 14. And uh, what they, child labor? I know. Dude, it was so that. stupid working when so like at the McDonald's, you got to drive to it. So I had to have someone drive me to work all the time and they would have me work for two hours and 45 minutes at a time. You should be allowed to have a job if you're under 16. Well, I kind of wish my parents would have just like stepped in and been like, hey, that's not fucking worth it. Except, <laughs> I quickly yeah, realized that I was going like, five dollar paychecks. Unless you're shoveling your neighbor's like exactly. uh, driveway or like mowing yeah. the lawn like or babysitting or something like mm-hmm. you shouldn't be working in if you're under 16 it's just sure. it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me for real yeah i just wanted money to buy video games you know and i hold up i this was on facebook one time i saw um when joe biden was talking about what what tax was he gonna um corporate the, tax or no the 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 capital gains tax on houses that like like the damn it equity tax the, the tax so if like your parents died and they gave the house to you like they changed like how the capital gains would be like taken out or whatever so like basically uh-huh. if if the tax would basically transfer to the new date for like when it got transferred over so any equity that grew out of it beyond that it'd just be from the date it was transferred to you after your parents died but what he was proposing was to get away from that and so whenever your parents bought the house and so whatever um the equity was built in there that would be the capital gains that they would be able to charge you or tax you on so that was what he was uh-huh. proposing but it would like it was going to go towards like making um community college tuition free or something like that yeah and i was like wow that sounds like not a bad idea kind of thing because like you're having taxes going to something good and decent like free two-year college for people <laughs> somebody on facebook mm-hmm. said something like Wow, what a great idea that instead of teaching kids to work and save for college, <laughs> like fuck off. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, uh, let's start making our kids work when they're 12 years old to save for college. Like, let's let like they should like, we should teach them right away that life isn't about fun, it's about work and you should be yeah. working. 
to save to go to college where they're going to have to take out loans regardless. Even if they save uh-huh. how much they make working in high school, you're and you're not like an upper middle class family. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to take out loans and you're going to be in debt after you're done with college. FYI, people, yeah. I never went to college. I have no college debt, and I think we should cancel student debt. So I want to throw that out there. Yeah, I mean, it would just be it would be good for everybody. I mean, I was fortunate enough to be able to pay off my student debt, but like, you know, my partner isn't and yet. And, you know, so it's like you, you, mine either. If, yeah, if you plan on like starting a family, even if you're able to pay it off yourself, like you got to bring someone else's on with you if they went to school. And it's just, it's a pain in the ass and it's going to keep us from buying a house or, you know, starting a family. And so you're just, putting a lot of people's lives on hold. Like I'm not saying that has to be your goal or your life path is to buy a house and start a family, but a lot of people want to do that. And that's the only way we're going to be able to, you know, move forward as a society is if you have children. So we're going to be have so many like labor shortages and just by not having kids. I mean, we're already seeing it. Like we talked about earlier with immigration. And so it's just going to keep getting worse and worse and worse. And we're going to be, I don't know. I almost feel like we're going to be working until we're 90 fucking years old paying off debt. Probably. But yeah, do you guys want to wrap it up? Sure. We've been at this for about three hours now. (laughs) Hopefully next time you'll be able to hear more out of Adam because he'll get out of his caveman days and update all of his technology. Um, There is a third, a third mic here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not uh, all his fault kevin and i like to talk a lot we do like to talk a lot but uh ho- hopefully uh we get some some new equipment less technical issues and we can we yes. can finally i'm gonna steal my girlfriend's computer <laughs> we can finally give you the, the brain you deserve that good brain the big smooth three brain. three smooth brains brain in you you're you're gonna get that brain <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody take care peace Bye, Craig. Bye, Craig. Bye-bye.